Hey everybody, thanks for coming out of the podcast today and I'm so excited to share this with you because it's one of those things that everyone is freaking out about and that is objections. So let's get started. Over the last 10 years, I've worked with some of the world's most impactful influencers in the world today, from real estate investing moguls to network marketing icons, developing behind-the-scenes revolutionary sales systems and legendary enrollment processes, benefiting both their clients and their business. With my last big contract complete, I've decided to jump in and bring these secrets out from behind closed doors and into the streets to help individual sales pros scale to six and seven figures with less effort. The real question is, how will I do it when salespeople are so unique and their products so diverse? This podcast is here to give you the answer. Join me and follow along as I share years of applied experience with proven high-ticket sales strategies and adapt them to today's market, growing my online business and impacting closers looking for more. My name is John Albert Ferguson, and welcome to Legendary Closer Radio. All right. I am super excited to get in here today and talk to you guys about this super amazing topic that we all love to handle, objections, right? Oh my goodness. On a daily basis, I get hammered with some of the comments, some of the questions, some of the people that I've trained over the years about what is the best method to handle objections? What's the best one-liner? What's the one thing that's going to keep my prospects from objecting to me. Or if I get an objection, how do I handle it? Like, how do I overcome it? How do I get them just to buy from me and not worry? How do we get this immediate amount of trust? Well, I'm here to tell you, you can't. (laughs) It doesn't happen immediately, but there are a few things that you can do to overcome these objections before they even happen. That's exactly right. See, when I was first in this, involved in this business, I got involved in selling a number of years ago. And I remember one of my first selling gigs was actually telemarketing. <laughs> yep, that's right. I was a telemarketer just like some of you. And the, the interesting thing was is that I would try to handle objections with more features, with more benefits. And then I'd ask the question, hey, d- does that make sense? Do you understand that? Is that uh, of benefit to you? Do you want those kinds of things? And, you know, they would all say yes, but no one would buy. Like, they'd all say, yeah, that's really cool. I'd really like it. And then no one would buy. And I'd sit there so frustrated. Like, what am I doing wrong? I'm seriously delivering everything that they're asking for. Whatever questions they had, whatever concern that they had, I'd tell them, hey, look, oh, you have no worry. You don't have to worry about that because here, we've got this product. Oh, hey, you don't have to worry about that because the product has this feature. Oh, my gosh, you don't have to worry about that because we are going to do it for you. Like, it's all done for you. All you have to do is show up, give me your wallet, and we're good to go. (laughs) Yeah, that's probably not how it works. Well, for me, I was buried in sales training. I've probably read near a couple thousand books now on just sales and persuasion. Over the last few years, I've spent uh, at least 25,000, if not 30,000 hours in sales calls. Uh, That's either over the telephone or face-to-face. And I've spent a lot of time just really digging in and talking to people, right? And so one of the things that I've learned over time is that us as salespeople, we're the ones that cause the objections. 
okay? And I got this quote. Hold on, let me, let me grab this quote here because I, I think it really sums it up. And I was presenting this information to one of my community members, one of my coaching clients. And I said, look, you're having a lot of problems with all of this, these issues that you, you seem to say you're getting all these objections and you don't seem to be able to over- overcome these objections for some reason. And, and let, me, let me just kind of read this to you. I, I want to read this to you because I read the exact same quote to them. And I said this, most salespeople waste time learning rehearsed closes and singers to battle objections while professional salespeople learn to craft better questions that eliminate an objection or concern before it is. Do you get that? Do I need to read that again? I think I do. I think I do. <laughs> Most salespeople waste time learning rehearsed zingers, rehearsed closes to battle the objections. While professional salespeople, they learn to craft better questions that eliminate objections or concerns before it is, before a concern even happens, the professional has already crafted the proper questions that eliminate the objection. Like, could you imagine that? Asking a question in in such a way that actually eliminates an objection in the prospect's mind before it even becomes, like before it even shows up. Oh my gosh, it's magic. And when I learned this skill, it actually changed everything around for me in my sales process because I spent more time asking questions and gathering information and getting the things in order that allowed me to enroll, allowed me to close my prospects rather than oh, handle those objections, which is just exhausting, right? I mean, ha- trying to handle objections. And, and if you were like me in the past, I would get the same objections over and over and over again. And I kept wondering why. Well, the reason was, is because the things that I was saying in my sales process triggered that person to ask me that question. Hey, how much is it? Hey, uh, how much is it going to cost me for the program? Um, how long is it going to be? I don't know if I've got time for that. Um, you know, all these different questions like, do you have this? Do you have that? Will you be there? Is somebody going to mentor me? Uh, how, am I guaranteed to succeed? Right? All these different objections, all these different concerns, all these questions, I was like, oh, like, and you may be getting a lot more, right? People that didn't show up to the meeting, people didn't show up for your webinar. Maybe they didn't show up for, like, I, I'm, I'm coaching a lot of people in network marketing. You know, maybe they didn't show up for an event. Maybe they didn't fill out some homework. Maybe you asked them to uh, come to your Tupperware party or your property tour and they did not attend. And when you go to check on them and you go back to call them or text them, crickets right? And you're like, Oh my gosh, what do I do? <laughs> How do I get a hold of them? Right? But the thing is, is what we don't typically understand. What I didn't understand at the very beginning of my sales career was that I was actually causing the drama. I was actually the one, um, expecting these people to ask these questions of me, right? The one that, you know, most of us fear the most is how much is it like in the coaching industry or in network marketing, uh, before we want to give them the price before we want to you know share what the cost is. Cause we think that's going to scare them away is we don't want to share it. We, we would rather kind of hide it. We would rather be like, Oh no, there's no money to be, you know, transacted here. There's no cash that's got to move forward. No, 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 no. What you're going to miss out on right now is just the experience of coming and seeing exactly what we do and how we do it and how it's going to benefit you. Well, I'm here to tell you guys, my client's not stupid. <laughs> they are not three years old and they're not your child. And what isn't seen is worried about and talked about and thought about, right? When you were growing up, I remember, you know, uh, if it's out of sight, it's out of mind. 
man, I don't know about you, but if uh, I sense that a salesperson is pulling something out of sight, right, or out of mind, or I've asked a question and there comes the big dodge, right, oh, we'll get to that later, or, oh, hey, yeah, we'll cover that later, or they just dodge a question altogether and move right on to something else, I get it, right? I know there's something to be concerned about. And so it actually gets me asking that question more. And if they don't address it quickly in the right manner, I might just move on, okay? Our customers, your clients, are much more sophisticated today. They know much more about the industry. They know much more about the product sometimes than even the salesperson. And that's okay. They may know a lot about the features and the benefits, but they don't know about the results. They don't know what's going to happen for them. Okay, so let's get into some of the solutions. One of the first things that I would always do, because we got to uncover this, like we have to uncover what the problem is. And this is exactly what I did. This is exactly what I did. I was like, oh my gosh, I spent 18 hours a day for three days in a row. I came in and I said, look, I got to close a sale. I got to make this work. I went there and screwed up so much, so long, three days in a row, 18 hours a day on the phones, just fudging up everything. And then boom, cracked the code. I stopped telling and I started selling. And some of you guys probably, oh, I heard that. Oh, you know, selling isn't, uh, or telling isn't selling. Oh, here it comes, John. No, man, you don't get it yet. That's old school. Telling isn't selling. Fine. I get that, right? That's true. That is a truth. That's a universal truth. That's something that's proven, okay? We know that. But what I did was, is I got out a yellow sheet of paper and, you know, one of the legal pads. And as I got objections, I wrote down what I said prior in my script, and if you're not using a script, you're already failing, okay? Even if you're the bad A Baracus out there, right? From Mr. T <laughs> on the A-team, and you're the man or you're the woman, and you're crushing sales. If you're not using a script, at least as an outline, you're failing already. You're like, you've already screwed up, right? You, you need to go back and listen to my other podcast on scripting and why scripting is so important. But listen, what I would do is I'd go back through and I'd look back at my script as I started to get the objection or I got the concern. i go, what did I say? Like, what was it that I said? And I'd go back and look at the line and I'd look at the words. Like, I looked at the wording. Here's what, here's what this said that got this person asked me how much it cost. You know, I would say program or I'd say education uh, in some of the trainings that I was selling on the, at the time. And that triggered a response, right? What do people think when they think education? Money, right? Cost. If I said, hey, you know, if we get you involved with the program, what you, immediately, oh, how much the program cost? <laughs> how much is that going to be? <laughs> so I had to come up with cr- more creative ways to ask people different questions that actually got them to uncover what they wanted so that I didn't have to ask questions that triggered that type of a response. All right? So think about it. That's the first thing you need to do is you need to sit down and find out where are these objections coming from in your script, in what you're saying. Because if you keep doing exactly what you're doing, you're always going to get what you don't want. And that's objections that you just don't have to handle. Right. And as soon as I learned these things, as soon as I learned in my script where I was saying these things, where I was asking specific questions, where I, was, I used certain language that I could tell the tone of the call changed. I went back through and said, okay, well, if that word or that phrase or that question trigger that kind of a response, well, how do I craft a new response? And I'd go back through, and I would go through, and I'd fix the responses. I'd go through, and I'd test, and I'd test, and I'd create some phenomenal, phenomenal questions that actually got me internal. 
with them actually came up with a process that allows them to go three levels deep, right? Typically, the average prospect goes to the top level. And I'm going to save a lot of those for the next podcast because so much to go in here. But I, I and I want to, you know, I know salespeople, like we are on the phones or we are with our clients. We're, you know, after that next sale. So I know, you know, 10, 15 minutes of your time is just so valuable. So I really thank you for, for being on this podcast. So listen, when I would do this, I would actually craft th- questions that would allow me to uncover what their deepest needs are for that moment or for my product or why they decided to come to us, to my solution, okay? What was the change that they were after? Deep, though. I need to go deep, and I can't just go there um, uh, after the first question. And so I had to craft specific questions in a specific order so that I could get to what? I could get to the meat. I could get down to the marrow. I could find out exactly what it is they wanted. And as soon as I did that, I was then able to connect my product with what their need was, their desire, right? Now, all, all of us know that uh, we don't want what we need, right? Like, we, we need to go to the gym. <laughs> we, we need to take our vitamins. We got to eat our vegetables. Now, you know, I like vegetables and I like going to the gym, but that's not everybody. So we have to be cognizant of that, right? And so we have to make sure what is it they want? What's the result? What's this deep, you know, yearning that they're after, right? And you're going, John, did the guy wants a car? Right, John, they just want to, to get involved in my MLM, right? They want better legal services. They, you know, they, they, they've come through my funnel, and, and I'm trying to close them into coaching, right? Why? Why do they opt into your thing? Why do they show up in your showroom? What are they there for? And I guarantee you it's not to buy the car. It's not to take more vitamins. It's not to go to the gym. And it's not to pound out weights because all of that is work. They got there because of some special type of solution, something they've seen in their mind of where they want to be in the future, and you've got to take them there now. And the only way to do that is to, to tie your product with the proper questions and eliminate the things, the questions, the phrases, and the words that trigger that other response that actually causes them fear, actually causes them to ask you, ooh, how much is it? It sounds too expensive. <laughs> you ever got the one? It's too good to be true, right? Because you've gone too far deep into solutions and benefits and maybe bullet points. Oh my gosh, you're including all these cool things. I don't know what they are, but wow, that's so much. It's got to be expensive, right? Or, oh my gosh, there's so much here. It's going to take a lot of work just to get to where I want to be. <laughs> I got to learn this. I got to learn that. I got to read this. I got to do that. Oh my gosh, your course is so thick. I just, I just want to make a little bit more money. I, I just want to remove this itch. I want to, I want help, right? I want a mentor. I need support. So over the next couple of days, over the next week, right? I want you to go through and I want you a course of action here. I want you to write down every single time you get an objection in your sales process. Every time you get an objection or when somebody doesn't show up to your meeting, where they don't show up to your event, I want you to write down what you might think is why. I want you to write down and go back through and review yourself. Sometimes even record yourself. Hop on, record yourself. And I know some of you guys are like, oh my gosh, I don't want to hear myself talk. Dude, get an iPhone, get a, get, get a Samsung. You guys know that those phones have recorders and you could record conversations. You can you can turn the recorder on on a separate phone. Go down to you know Best Buy and pick up a recorder for 35 bucks, 50 bucks. Go on down to Office Max. And pick, I'm, I'm not promoting any of those stores. It's just that's where I know where I'd get them or even Amazon, right? Anyways, guys, enough on the rant. Objections are created because of the words and language that we do, so we have to correct our language. I'm not talking like profanity, right? You might say profane things, right? Fine. In some certain circumstances, that's going to be okay. Others, you know it won't. 
Anyways, guys, it's been fun. It's been awesome. I hope that this actually opens up your mind to think differently and act differently in your sale so you guys can eliminate objections before they ever show up in your sales process. All right, guys, thank you so much. I love you guys to death. I am so happy to have you guys here on the podcast. If you guys have any questions, again, remember to like and subscribe here on iTunes. If you're on YouTube, you can watch this unfold on live in video. Again, remember to like and subscribe there too. And I really appreciate all your comments and questions. Feel free to ask comments and questions below. Have a great day. All right, legends, we are on out of here. But before you go, make sure to like and subscribe to the podcast. And again, I read your comments and I love to see your questions. So go ahead down below, hit up your questions, your comments here on iTunes, as well as head on over to YouTube if you guys watch video because I'll be laying some stuff out over there for Legendary Closer Radio. Again, John Albert Ferguson here signing off, Legendary Closer Radio.